0: You have arrived at your destination. There's only five people in Hollywood. Everyone else is Mel Blanc. Jack Benny. Today on Animation Destination. Destination podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie, Brandon Jones, and I'm here with Aaron Madison, Hola. and Connor Madison. Hi, guys. How you doing? Doing fantastic. Awesome. Uh, we were going to do Tiny Tunes today, um, but Brian uh, had store emergency thing happen, so he had to go do that. Uh, Thanks, yeah, yeah, I right, know, right? What a, what a, what a poser! <laughs> no, no. Uh, so I figured, like you know, I, I was pretty much doing Tiny Toons for him. He would basically requested it because it's been on Hulu recently. Uh, that was really cool because I, I hadn't watched it. It hadn't been streaming for a long time, so, uh, so it was cool. So I thought I'd do that, but then. I uh, canceled, but I couldn't cancel the episode. It's preposterous. we got to get couldn't one up do this that. week. Couldn't that, yeah. Uh, so I decided on Mel Blank uh, this week. I've been wanting to do this one for a while. It's a Hearing Voices episode. Da-da-da. I don't have a yeah. thing for that. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, da-da-da, whatever. Um, but no, uh, Mel Blank, I uh, I it, sorely had been missing uh, doing Mel Blank for this sort of thing. Uh, I have a few Hearing Voices episodes out there right now. I've done one on Mark Hamill, Paul, uh, uh, Rob Paulson, uh, Tara Strong, yeah. and Tom Kenny. Mm-hmm. So that's my four. That's my four so far. So I figure I might as well go back to the grandfather of them all. That's right. The one that started it all. Yeah, the one that started all the, 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 the voice acting goodness. Uh, obviously not the first voice actor ever, but he does have some historical uh, uh, things to his name for oh, no, sure. Yeah, he,
1: his, like, his uh yeah. His IMDb list goes back all the way to, like, 1937. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah, 1937. Where his first entry was Uncle Tom's uh, bungalow.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, well, that, that's the first entry. His first on-screen, but we'll get into that, actually, yeah. it, it, or his first, like, uh, on-voice on role. We'll get into that as we get into our topic, but as you know on this show, we don't start off with our topic of the day. Uh, we start off with our animation recommendation, which is uh, the Incredibles 2 trailer. Ooh. Uh yeah, for Pixar. Good stuff. Yes. Coming out uh, this summer, June 15th. The real superhero blockbuster this summer. Um we can talk about Infinity War all you want. I don't care. Uh you know, whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've said it once and I'll say it again. The Incredibles are the best Fantastic Four it's movies I've ever seen. The ever. Exactly. absolute
0: best FF movie ever made. Um, because, well, that's not saying a lot, because all yeah. the FF movies <laughs> are just trash. <laughs> like, but still, even if there was like a decent one, it'd be like... No, yeah, Incredibles is is better.
1: Hey, no, the 90s was pretty good.
0: What's so funny is that the... There was nothing good about the Roger (laughs) (laughs) Corman. No, there actually is. See, the the Roger Corman actually has more heart than any of the other ones actually did. Like, they wanted that thing to be a success more than any studio did. They tried
2: so hard. They tried
0: so hard. It's so (laughs) awful, but I love it because it's so awful. Uh, And I, I, I adore the Roger Corman one, more so than any of the... Corporate crap ones that came out later from the from the two thousands because oh man they were all so, so so crummy and poorly edited and just oh man anyway uh, but yes Incredibles is a great Fantastic Four movie yeah. uh, family of uh, family of superheroes etc if you haven't seen the original what's wrong with you get your life together get sorted out go see the first one it's it's fantastic it's one of Pixar's most beloved movies uh, of all time not. Not their highest grossing by any stretch, but it is one of their most beloved, and uh, this is the most anticipated sequel for a long time, which is shocking, because Brad Bird doesn't do sequels. Yeah. Like, uh. <laughs> he, said, he
1: he always says that, like, I, I'm never going to do a sequel unless I feel like it needs a sequel. Right,
0: yeah. And uh, I guess he just got an inspiration. I know this has been one that he said, like, I if I was going to do one, I would do one for Incredibles, and I, if something works out, then I'll do it. He took his time writing the script. That's why I've been waiting patiently for about 14 years years (laughs) 15 years 15 years since the last one that's crazy um god 15 years that's like that's like 17 pixar movies in between that's
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's a whole me yeah
0: Yeah, exactly That's, that's that's a that's a that's a kid that's insane um but yeah no it's um it looks great the the trailer looks phenomenal uh you have uh that sort of role reversal kinda of going on, mm-hmm. clearly with uh Elastigirl being to take on the whole hero role and then he has to stay home with the kids. Right. And, uh I don't know. It's it's it it's got a fun uh it's got a fun aspect to it. Got everybody back except for the Kid who played Dash, obviously, because yeah, he's, 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 he's not cute anymore. Up, so, yeah. <laughs> he's 15 years older, so he can't play Dash anymore. <laughs> Is it the
2: same girl uh, doing Violet? I believe so, yeah, because yeah.
0: that was a character actress who was already, like, right. I think 30 when she did the role originally. <laughs> so, uh, so I believe, yeah, Violet's back as well. But yeah, you got uh, Craig T. Nelson, Coach himself, coming right. back. Which I, Has he been doing anything other than that? <laughs> like, No. For, no? I don't yeah. Pretty know. much
2: he <laughs> does Coach reruns, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that, uh,
2: he does that occasional poltergeist you know, meet and greet. Right, right. that's yeah. about it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> man, Coach. That's right. He was in Poltergeist. I forgot about that. He's yeah. the dad. He dad? Man. Oh, yeah. I I loved Coach. Can I just say, like, Coach was a great show, <laughs> and people need to go back and watch that one because it was it's classic. And you got Holly uh, Hunter. Is, yeah, Holly Hunter Yeah, Holly Hunter. I've seen in stuff. She was yep. in. Uh, she was in Batman v Superman and right. stuff. So I was like, I'd seen her with a with a big jar of pee next to her. <laughs> <That> I was <laughs> real dignified. <Yeah. laughs> real, real grandma's cla- peach tea. Why? <laughs> Why was that in that movie? Like I just never mind. I don't want to talk about that. Anyway. Uh but yes, uh this movie looks great. Uh it's it's so weird to go back and see like the old incredibles and like like where the graphics were at that point. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they were state of the art back then. Like wow, like beautiful back then. And nowadays it's kinda like, ooh, those that hair. It's uh, it's hard to look at, you know. It's it like... Like, like oh man. Everybody's so skinny. They're so angular. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, but then this, it's all smoothed out. Everything looks phenomenal. It's so good. And
2: I get so. they were trying to do with the original. They were trying to keep it like a certain style wise, mm-hmm. but oh, yeah. it's still, I mean, yeah. it still looks great, but you can yeah. tell it was made 15 oh, yeah. years ago. For sure. So you can good.
0: definitely tell it was made 15 yeah. years ago. And it still it, needs an update. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, it, it looks great. It still, it literally picks up exactly where the last one uh, left off, uh, fighting the Underminer. Um, I, they're probably gonna flash forward like a couple of weeks after that. I think maybe uh, uh, Dash looks buffer, so maybe it's like a like. Does not Dash look like his, like yeah. his upper body? He, he just yeah, looks he, like kind of ripped. He looks,
1: like he looks swole. Yeah, he, he does. Swole. He's like a little,
0: a little swole child, and I'm like, <laughs> why is he so big? But uh, no, but this this looks great. I can't wait for it. Um, it's gonna be great. Um, I I'm calling it now. I don't. <laughs> like, I, I'm taking a I'm taking a taking a controversial stance. And I'm gonna say this movie is gonna be good. Uh, that's my controversial stance on the matter. Um, we're going to come back to this when it comes out, and uh, I'll let you know if I was right of whether or not it was good. Um, that's it for our animation recommendation. Moving on to two News. <laughs> Another My Hero Academia poster uh, coming out. I don't know if you guys are into anime at all.
1: Not really. Not, I mean, not, so, much. not I mean, so much.
2: I mean, some, but you know, just depends on kind of what it is. Sure. So,
0: yeah. My Hero Academia is the anime right now. I've it heard is,
1: it's like sky high, but it, anime.
0: Exactly. It is precisely that. It is a high school for superheroes, and it's dope. Uh, it's like the coolest thing ever, and it's the new. It's the new hotness with anime right now. It's the new hotness manga. It's like uh, it's. Uh, the highest selling new manga right now, um, One Piece, is still insanely outselling everything because it's stupid how much it's selling. Right. <laughs> it's like it's almost it's paced to outsell Batman this year. Oh my god! It's, really? Of all time of all time sales. I'm not okay with that. I, it it's, just I'm, just, I'm just saying, yeah. Something <laughs> that started back in the '40s, in the '30s, yeah. is going to be outsold by a comic that was that came out in the early 2000s. i about like, a
1: stretchy guy,
0: it, but yeah, it's it's nuts. So, and it's it's not touching Superman so far. Like it's, it's not pacing for that, but oh, it's no. it's pace to actually outsell Batman. That so is. DC, get on your game. Start putting out some more Batman. That's right. Step it up here. <laughs> like we don't need we don't need the Japs taking this one from us.
2: Jeff Johns. Looking at you.
1: Yeah, no. we need. What they need uh, is just a Batman anime. Uh, oh, they are doing. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Which
0: actually, I'm stoked actually for that, that well. trailer looks. That's oh, great. It looks. It looks awesome. We. I talked about the uh, the 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 poster for that too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, my Hair Academia poster looks pretty cool. You got the you got the heroes, the students with the. Oh, yeah. They're going to fight the villains this year. So there's a cool. whole cool. elite. Whole league of villains that's been kind of assembling the last two seasons. So I like to watch that. Yeah, that it's good. it's really solid. It's really good. It it's basically if if uh, like if it's basically the take of a Japanese guy who grew up. On American comics, like that's what it is, that's and it's, awesome. it's super cool. So, uh, the main character, the main good hero, Almighty, he like has this Jack Kirby kind of shading to his face, Ooh. and he's the only person that looks like that. So right. it's it's really funny. That's awesome. Uh, and then like one of the main villains from last season. Was this dude that was basically all of Todd McFarlane, Rob Liefeld, yeah! just like just like slathered onto a page with like knives and like every like sick. it's like all these pouches, and pouches everywhere. Yeah. yeah, and he's called Stain the Hero Killer, and oh, he's just like he's so sick and crazy. Hilarious. And he's got a bandana. And he's like he looks like Spawn crouching up on top of a thing. It's what? so it's super cool. Yeah. Definitely go check this out, but uh, April 7th, coming back. I was rewatching Spawn recently. Were you? Oh, yes, yeah, the, the animated, great the animated show. series. Oh, yeah, the HBO show. Yeah, I remember that. So I remember the, the Max show from MTV, too, mm-hmm. I actually. <laughs> I actually went back and, like, researched a little bit on the Max, because I was like, I didn't like that when I was a kid. Maybe I'd like it more now. I have no idea. Um, April 7th uh, is the debut uh, of My Hero Academia. It will be simulcast, as it was uh, in Season 2, so we'll get immediately... Uh, If not a week later or a few days later, we'll be getting both the Japanese and English release at the same time, which is super cool. So uh, that's how popular it is over here, apparently. So, uh, yeah, super stoked for that. Avatar The Last Airbender getting a Blu-ray May 1st. May 1st, 2018, getting the Blu-ray of Avatar, the greatest animated series of all time. Uh, That is my... Uh, controversial statement today it's, <laughs> it's not super controversial coming from me because i think that's just spoken fact but anyway uh i love avatar the last airbender it's one it's my favorite definitely uh that is most definitely if not the best my favorite certainly yes that's a fair uh, point. That's <laughs> yes if not the best then my favorite um but it's the it, it's my favorite of all time and it's getting a blu-ray And i don't buy blu-rays i really don't I'm buying these Blu rays, <laughs> one these... you will be buying. Yeah, I don't own a Blu ray player. Um, you're gonna buy a Blu ray player I... <laughs> just for, the, just for yeah, this, yeah. No, I will, I will. I, I, my roommate has a PS4, so I'm happy, so I'll be good. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, but I will probably have to buy a Blu ray player when he moves out or when I move out or whenever. So, uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, Blu ray for Avatar The Last Airbender. So, woo. Uh, March 3rd, they got a trailer for Star versus the Forces of Evil, March 3rd return. So, don't know if you guys have watched that show at all, but, um... It's, it's kind of like
1: after I stopped watching Disney XD.
0: Yeah, this is, uh... I've heard uh, it's really, like, neat, though. It's solid. It is a solid show. It got my best uh returning show award mm-hmm. of last year. Um It beat out Steven Universe, so... uh Because Steven Universe barely aired last year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, um like that show a lot. It's really solid. So, coming back on March 3rd has been announced uh, along with Big Hero 6, the series coming back around the same time. I think March 1st is when that comes uh comes around. Cool. Uh I was not happy with the uh the Big Hero 6 Bayna- Baymax returns special they dropped. Um I think they had to drop that thing early, mm. and I don't think it was finished. It was just rushed. Mm. It, seemed, it, it yeah. just seemed like it because it it did not look good. There were sound issues, like sounds that did not match up with what was happening on screen. Her I someone would drop a mic in it, the background, right? It, yeah. it, like seriously, like there were like literal like sound effects that were not matching up with what was being animated on screen. And I'm <laughs> like, crazy. what happened to this? This is Disney. Uh, Luckily, they have since released on their app. I think they released, like, a special episode. Uh, I watched that earlier today, um, and it seems that... They've gotten all the kinks out of whatever the heck that was, which more solidifies my idea that they probably had to rush that out uh, early last year because they needed some sort of hype machine for it or something. I don't know. Uh, But it was a mistake because it looked real bad, and a lot of people noticed. Uh, The new episode looks way smoother, way better. Uh, Everything about it is much better. So uh, I'm really uh, excited for that series now that I know that it's not all going to look like that. (laughs) Uh but that's it, guys, for Toon News. I think we wrapped up Toon News in pretty uh pretty short order there. So we're gonna move on into our ad break of the day. Our ad break being for something, I don't know yet. Uh you guys check it out and maybe you'll tell me. Tell us what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, it's your resident cartoon junkie, Brandon Jones, here to tell you that the Animation Destination Podcast could not be possible without the generous sponsorship of the Destination comic book store. Supporting a wide variety of Funko Pops, statues, toys, games, and other collectibles, the Destination is your one-stop shop for all things pop culture. If you're ever in the Kentuckiana area, stop by the destination at 5031 Shelbyville Road, Louisville, Kentucky 40207 in the Best Buy Shopping Center behind Dee's Crafts. I've personally been shopping at the destination for about three years now, and uh, it's the only comic shop that I really go to anymore. It's uh, got great lighting, great staff, it's very friendly. Um, you know, you've met the staff, pretty much the entire staff on this podcast at some point, but it's definitely the shop to go to if you're ever in the Louisville area. So once again, check them out at 5031 Shelbyville Road, Louisville, Kentucky 40207, just behind these crafts in the Best Buy Shopping Center. And thank you again to the Destination crew for sponsoring the Animation Destination Podcast. And we're back from that very, very short ad break. In fact, to us, it was almost instantaneous. So, uh, guys, it's time for our topic of the day. And that is this guy. Not Pew. Le Pew. Leppy Le Pew is my name. Why can't we have a mouth like other pussycats? cats? I'll tell you what. Let's take a walk in the woods while our porridge cools. Now, where have I heard that before? Stay, sir, I represent the Rambling House Storybook Company. And come on in, stranger. We've been waiting for you.
2: And that wind it says here, comes from the South Pole. South
1: Pole?
2: Oh, I'm dying! You're despair.
0: He's put in his voice That's
2: all huh. <laughs> like, He's not I'm gonna, really here I'm not, He's not here with us We're not channeling his ghost No, no, that I'm would playing, be That
0: would be
1: cool That would be amazing,
0: yes. honestly Wait, who's um, that in the corner? Uh, bah! <laughs> I'm sure he would have a, a voice for a ghost of himself <laughs> That would be like completely like different from it's his actual It's completely different from his Yeah <laughs> Mel Blanc, you guys What a man Legend Legend he is Um I remember he was one of the, I don't know if he was the, he wasn't the first voice actor I, I had heard of or really noticed. That goes to Rob Paulson, who mm. I already had. Uh, I noticed Rob Paulson uh, first when I noticed that he was both Gladstone Gander in Ducktales as well as Raphael. Yes. That's yeah. when I realized, oh, these are people speaking. <laughs> it's like, I was a dumb kid and I remember my dad telling me, I probably tell this story, every voice uh hearing voices episode but my dad explained to me what a cartoon was because i was wondering what because i knew it didn't look like a person it didn't look like live action so he explained to me he looked he took a flip book and he just showed me a flip book it's like it's basically that and they're just filming that and putting on camera like oh so in my brain i was like that makes sense but my childhood brain didn't really connect like how they got sound out of it so I just assumed that the sound came out of the drawing. I don't know. I just it never clicked of what I thought. You know what right. I mean? It's never assumed to me that, like, oh, someone recorded a voice, and this is a person doing that. And Rob Paulson was the first time that I noticed that. Um, but uh, one of the first people ever credited as a voiceover actor, in fact, the first person to be ever credited, uh, is Mel Blanc. Mm-hmm. Mel Blanc, who did uh, – Pretty much all of the Looney Tunes. Except Elmer Fudd. Except Elmer Fudd. And then he did uh, that later. And then he did Elmer Fudd right. later. So yeah, it's like. Did he do Macintosh? I think he might have. I think he did do Macintosh. I'm uh, I'm not entirely well. certain. This is well. This yeah. is good. I know, yeah. It's like, I think so. I think he did do Macintosh. Uh, he, he's more known for the main stable, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's also a few voices here and there. There's obviously a, a, a female voice actor who would do a lot of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it. He was basically the first one ever credited, and there's a funny story that he tells about that. Actually, um, is when he was working for uh, uh, for Warner Brothers at the time, uh, he went up to the president and was just like, um, "Hey man, uh, I need I need like more work. I need to get a raise. I need some." He said, "I need to get a raise because like I can't like support on the thing." He's like, "Well, I can't give you a raise because uh, we're tight right now, but I'll tell you what, I'll credit you on all like on all the production." And he's like oh, um, cool, is that going to put bread on my plate? And he goes, <laughs> I think you'll find it'll do pretty well. And within that same year, he had like four, five other regular jobs, just from some, because he would be, I guess because the guy had been asked all the time, like, oh, who's the guy that does the voices and the, and the things? You know, we, we got to get him. So he was the first ever guy that was credited As a voice actor for a cartoon character, so there we go, crazy, yeah. And so he's the grandfather in many ways. uh, That man, Uh, his um, his career started uh, when he just met with Tex Avery and Bob Clampett uh, for uh, a few auditions, and they basically asked him uh, what would a drunken bull sound like, and he just started doing a drunken bull. going on? And they loved it so much, they were like, "Dude, we need you to do that." We need to do all that all the voice. time. All the time. We need to do that voice <laughs> yeah. uh, on this cartoon we're doing, uh, and it was uh, it was uh, his very first ever uh, credited role. Uh, first cartoon was Picador Porky. And didn't uh, he start out actually in radio too? He did. Like, yes. Before? Yeah, yeah. Beforehand, yeah. he had like a few things like that, but his right. first ever cartoon role, voice acting role. Was Picador Porky in 1937 as a drunken mariachi band singer dressed as a bull? So not quite a drunken bull, but uh, here it is, right here. There you go. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's singing like Cucaracha, the most drunk voice ever. Back where they could do drunk voices on like cartoons, so. I, I, I they can still do it. They just can't say that they're drinking. I right. guess that's
1: like, not, is, PC, it's, it's it's for, not PC. It's not PC. It's from like, a moonshine bottle with XXX XX, on it. Exactly. Right. It
0: had the XXX. So can't, can't be specific about what he's drinking because that's you know. Oh, back then they couldn't be specific because everybody was sponsored by certain beer companies. <laughs> now, nowadays they just don't want to say that it's alcohol. Uh, but yeah, um, it's. Uh, but that was his first one. And from there, uh, he actually replaced Joe Doherty as Porky Pig mm-hmm. um, when uh, they uh, – I, I, I'm not sure the circumstances of Joe Doherty being replaced, um, but they asked him, like, what what would Porky Pig, like, sound to you? Like, how how would he sound? Because it was a little bit different, like, when Joe Doherty used to do him. And uh, so he basically said, like, well, you know, like, you know, Porky, he would be – he literally went to a farm. He tells the story in, like, all the interviews that he does. He went to a farm and he, like – just started basically studying the pigs, like basically looking at pigs and stuff like that. Uh, and he basically said, "Oh man, like uh, like pigs grunt." And they like I really grunt. And he, he he always does it in the interview. He like goes through the process of like what he did in his head. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, they, they sort of grunt. They do like this." And then and then he started. But he's kind of like a a, a soft guy, and he speaks talks soft. And he goes into it. and He stutters, and it's it's crazy to hear him do it. But uh, that's how he developed Porky Pig. Uh, and he ended up uh, replacing Joe Doherty in uh, Porky's Big Hunt, which is the debut of Daffy Duck. Daffy Duck. Whoa! <laughs> so he also did Daffy on that one as well, and that one spun off and did a whole bunch of other stuff. And it just so, so he actually did Daffy before Bugs. Yeah, he did yeah. Daffy before Bugs because uh, the, uh, the the other Warner Brothers stuff came along after he did the uh, yeah the the Daffy uh, the Daffy stuff. Uh the Porky Daffy stuff and then they were just like, Oh man, just just come on in and he started doing just the wide variety of Looney Tune stuff from there. So uh uh his debut as as uh, as Bugs was w- a Wild Hare, nineteen forty. Mm. Um That was
1: another Porky cartoon, wasn't
0: it? Uh I think uh, maybe, I'm not sure. Uh a Wild Hare. Uh that was an El- no, that was the Elmer Fudd. Mm. Uh it was an old Elmer Fudd and uh Bugs Money cartoon. Uh but kind yeah. Of-
1: trying to imagine what, like, old Porky Pig would have sounded like just some regular <laughs> guy. Just like, Well, he, I'm, I'm
0: Porky. I, I'm Porky. How's it going? Uh, he did have the stutter. I think he always had, like, the stutter going on. Oh. Um, But uh, it was just... Because uh, he had the... That was back when, uh, you know, during the time of Betty Boop. Yeah. Stuff like that. When he mm-hmm. he had the Porky Pig cartoons before then. People think it started with bugs, but Porky was well before them. Like... It was nuts. We, I think we talked about that on the Looney Tunes episode, yeah, actually. That's yeah. right, you guys were on the Looney Tunes episode. Right. I just remembered that. I don't know, I can't believe I didn't, I usually introduce it with things you guys have been on before. But <clears throat> uh, if you haven't listened to our Looney Tunes episode, go back and check that out. Because um, it was super cool. It was really good, it was a really good one. And we're going to be doing a Tiny Tunes episode, which is a follow-up to that one. Which will also be super, super cool. Super cool as well. We'll um, be there. Yeah, with Be the, there or be square. Be there or be square. It's hip to be square. Wait," said Huey <laughs> Um So, uh, yeah, from uh, from there on, he basically just started doing all sorts of stuff. The Bugs Bunny voice. He even talks about how he did that because they were like, "Oh, he's like a, he's kind of a little tough guy. It's like that's what they wanted. It's like, all right, well, New Yorkers are tough, right? Yeah. It's like New Yorkers so just are tough. Do the Brooklyn, and, yeah. On. So just, yeah, he started doing a Brooklyn accent and then threw in a little. Eh, what would what would a, a rapper? Yeah, just starts just dialing it down. It's crazy to hear him do it because. Whenever he does an interview he like basically just it's like it's like turning a dial on his right. on his vocal cords. It's crazy to hear. Um but yeah man. Uh just, what, what what are some of the what what's your favorite mel blank from Looney Tunes? Let's go ahead with that. What's the, what's I the would, better?
2: I would say I mean, you know, it's 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 kind of a toss up, you know, be with with Bugs or Daffy or yeah. you know. I mean, he did everything literally yeah. he did. I mean, Tweety, Sylvester, Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite Looney Tunes characters, and I can't remember if we talked about this on the other one or not. Sure. Was I always loved, um, the dog and foghorn leghorn oh yeah the dog yeah
0: yeah that was him just too. i mean yeah. just the way
2: the the whole di- whole dynamic that they had but i remember one of my favorite things that he did with with the dog was with uh it was one of the ones with prissy the hen right and yeah she was trying to get she thought that he was actually That's foghorn right. leghorn in a dog suit yes and I he remember just that. he totally just like breaks the fourth wall and looks at the camera and goes this clucks off her onion <laughs> And I just thought, I was like, that is so funny. So that was always, that's always one of my favorite, like, oh, go to, like, Mel Blank that's a good things one. there.
0: So uh, I'm glad you mentioned Foghorn Lakehorn because yes. that's my favorite. Yes. I love Foghorn Lakehorn. I love that voice. Uh, he actually, and, and the sto- he has a story for, like, how he got every voice. Just right. About. Uh, he mentioned uh, he got that voice because he remembered. Uh, getting pulled over by this sheriff <laughs> who had, who was hard of hearing. Right. And, he, and he went, what'd what, what you say there, boy? What'd you say? What'd you say there? Huh? And he like, like leaned in all the time and was like, that's it's pretty funny. So he just started doing that and like, oh man, it's so good. I'll like, I, I say it. Go, go on over there now. Boy. What, what, you're looking for chicken? D-O-G. That spells chicken. Go get him, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the chicken hawk thing and stuff like that. <clears throat> oh man, oh, yeah, it's great stuff. Great stuff. Connor, what, 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 which one you got a uh, memory on?
1: It was one. It was one cartoon. But yeah. Wiley, oh Did he do the Wile E. Coyote?
0: Uh, I believe he did. Yeah. Yes. Or he did the, the Wile Coyote super, super genius? Super genius. It was
1: my, <laughs> it was my favorite because like. I loved Wiley e. Coyote. Oh yeah. Same and like here. it was the only time I ever heard him talk. Oh yeah. Same here. Yeah. And that was against bugs. I guess every right. time with yeah. Roadrunner just like Yeah. Yeah. Lessered his <laughs> intelligence.
0: Yeah, because it, it that, that's the thing. is just like he, he was like he was he was brilliant, but he, you know, always screwed it up. So I I thought, feel like uh, it was an
1: Acme product.
0: I feel like yeah, a, I feel like he, that was a product. He thing. really shouldn't have bought from Acme so much. If it's if Acme, a it's a gasser. It's it's a gasser. <laughs> that's the that's the phrase that they used. Um Uh, But, yeah, I mean, uh, so many uh, things uh, in Warner Brothers. He's he's pretty much known for his Looney Looney Tunes run, even though he's done many other things. Um,
2: I thought one of the most interesting things that I remember hearing in, in, like, interviews and stuff with him was that any time he would do Bugs Bunny, of course, Bugs Bunny always had the carrot and was always eating carrots. Yeah. Mel Blanc hated carrots. (laughs) And every time, I mean, they tried other things. They, They tried, like, celery sticks, and they tried, like, other food that would crunch like that they had him crunch ice yeah and different and nothing sounded right wow so they would always have him eat carrots (laughs) but anytime as soon as they were done like recording Recording. he had a bucket right beside him and he would spit Spit. everything out (laughs) So he never <laughs> ate the carrots that Bugs Bunny did.
0: That's, and I always
2: thought that was so great that he was willing to go that far for the right. character. Yeah, just because it sounded to better. Bite you know? into a carrot. Oh, yeah.
0: man, that's so funny. <clears throat> yeah, It's just like, well, it's funny that I love the the idea that they they were like, oh, let's try another avenue. Right, maybe it's like. That's so funny because really, if you build it, if you bite into a celery stick and you recorded that. Would anyone else have noticed? Yeah,
2: I mean, that's that's the thing. The only person that knew was him. Yeah. yeah,
0: It was just them In his own head. He's like, this
2: doesn't sound like a carrot. It doesn't sound like a
0: carrot. I guess I'll just have to take one for the team and (laughs) bite into a gross carrot, gross orange (laughs) vegetable. So. Uh, I actually love carrots. In fact, <clears throat> in fact, carrots are good for you, kids. Uh, eat more carrots. Uh, they're good for your eyesight. Did you never see a something. rabbit with glasses? So, uh, you never do. You That's never right. see a rabbit with glasses. Um, I'm pretty sure that was a Bugs Bunny joke. I think that probably was a Bugs Bunny joke, actually. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Bugs, actually, uh, have you ever heard the story about his car accident? Yes. Oh, yeah. I was going to touch on that. that, was, that when, yeah. Yeah. When let's get into that. Wild. So. Let's get into that one. Um, he was in a pre horrific car accident uh, on uh, Sunset Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Uh, collided with a college student uh the college student was uh suffered minor injuries uh, but blank was uh in a coma uh in a UCL, UCLA ma- medical center uh for weeks uh, t- uh i think it was uh, uh two weeks he mm-hmm. was in the, he was in a coma um uh fractured pelvis uh just uh, uh, yeah uh fractures on both legs um uh fractures on the skull yeah, so some skull fr- fractures too. real real bad and cuz like <laughs> Cars back in that day, they'd say, like, oh, they used to build cars, you know, it was like, and they did. They used to build cars out of, like, really, really pliable metal. Metal. That, <laughs> metal that was really hard and sharp, and it was much deadlier for cars because yeah. you didn't have that crumple zone that, like, protected you from when something happened. It was pretty much just a box. It was a box. Yeah. It was a metal box going 40 miles an hour, sla- <clears throat> slamming into another 40-mile-an-hour box. It was, uh, it was brutal. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so so as the story goes and I, I don't I don't know the validity of it but it seems like that there is some uh I guess psychological uh mm-hmm. depth to this let's say uh but he wasn't responsive uh in his uh in the two weeks in his coma uh, his wife would come in they would t- he would try to talk to him and stuff like that his brain activity was going but he was non-responsive um, he was breathing and everything, assistedly, obviously. Um I don't know if he was in assisted breathing, but uh, <clears> yeah, <throat> he was talking. And uh, one day, uh, he was sleepy. Right? Yeah, yeah. he was just sleeping the whole time. He was just very, very tired. It was a prank. He was just it's, goofing. He was just goofing off. And yeah, no, uh, but he wouldn't respond. And then uh, the doc, the doctor, literally, start, the neurologist that's, that was there, started approaching it and asking, uh, like, for cartoon characters. For cartoon characters, right. like. How you doing today, bugs? And like saying bugs, and he would answer he started responding. In the voice of the character. He'd be like, eh, stop talk. Like kinda like he would like start because like the neurologist was noticing like like vague like responses, like whenever they ask his name, like eye movement, stuff like that, but he wasn't getting a response. So then he started responding he started like asking for like the characters, and he would he would start Answering in the form of the characters, and like where you know, it's like uh, Oscar like uh, asking about Tweety, and he'd be like, I thought I thought I put it that, and like Mm -hmm. it's like really little, small, vague, like, like uh, adapt you know, adaptations of him saying it. And like, I remember hearing this like third hand Mm -hmm. from like I think the uh, uh, Nancy, uh, what's her name, I forget. Uh, Who played Penelope Pitstop? It was like she was doing an interview and she right. told the story, and I was like, "That seems a bit far fetched." And I started researching it, and, and apparently, it was, the, it was legit. Yeah, yeah, the doctor even mentioned this and talked and talked about it and <laughs> said like this brought him out, and like he wrote a whole like chapter in a book about it. Like he did this whole neuro- neurologist book, and he wrote a whole chapter about like subconscious, you know, like keeping something like that in and like professions, and it's just like it was amazing. <laughs>
1: Kind of melts your heart. I know, you know?
0: right? It's like, it's like the voices like brought him back from the brink of, of, of a coma, like the uh, voices that he did. I know. It's kind of amazing. Uh,
2: kind of piggybacking off that, just as a, an addition to that same kind of the uh, story there. I remember that uh, there was an interview or something. I can remember it was an interview or if it was in a, a book that, that she wrote, but Jean Ferre, anyway, who was another, uh, she was kind of the female, male blank. You know, especially of that time, she did right. uh, Rocky on uh, uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was Granny on mm-hmm. the Looney Tunes, and yeah. just tons of other yeah. voices. Mob Eagle, right? Yeah. And uh, but anyway, she was apparently she had been working with with Mel on on some show or some cartoon, and mm-hmm. of course, you know, he hadn't been to work for you know a couple of weeks, and yeah. when she came back in, she was like, you know, where's where's Mel at? And they're like, oh, you didn't hear? It. He's in like you know he was in the hospital. He's yeah. like you know, really bad off and everything. Yeah. She's like, Oh my gosh. So she actually went to visit him and this is after he'd already was starting to recover. Yeah. But she goes to the hospital to visit him. And when she gets there, they actually, he's still in bed. He's still, you know, essentially laid out, but he's talking, he's coherent and everything. Right. And they actually recorded some of his stuff for his cartoons while he was laying flat on his back in bed wow and it was like she was just like amazed that that a he'd made such a quick recovery and then also that he was still in bed and he was still working i mean it's like he never really took the time off and you know they started they actually recorded like some sessions like together in the hospital with that and i just thought that was i always thought that was so amazing that
0: that's crazy. But that he could do that,
2: yeah. you know. That's I so heard, crazy. I
1: heard along that story that like some doctors were like hesitant about letting people bring in recording equipment right. into his room. Yeah. But he was just like, "Wow. I gotta. That's I gotta crazy.
0: Do That's crazy. Um and I guess before that point, uh, cuz he he actually admitted uh years later, uh he revealed that uh a lot of the uh some of the voice act from some of the voices during that time in the hospital, uh his son Noel actually mm-hmm. ghosted for him for for a lot of it. Uh, for some of it, uh, while he was in there, until they were, I guess they had to get him back in as quickly as possible. Uh, but his son uh, actually um, ghosted the voices for it because he would just do it with him all the time when he was when he was younger. So it was like like they would like do the voices back and forth to each other. Uh, I think there was a point where Noel Blank took over for a few of them. Uh, I want to say sometime in the eighties, like around the eighties, that. Uh, or no not the 80s the the early 90s i mean Yeah. Uh, the early 90s when they started doing like little specials or whatever and right. like, they needed somebody to, to do it and i think it was noel uh uh noel blank doing that uh they actually asked stan uh stan freeberg uh to do it uh, who was another voice actor at the time uh or well he you know on dragnet and stuff like that um, mm-hmm. but uh he he declined uh just out of respect just out like, of yeah he didn't want it's like they were like hey can you <clears throat> do bugs cuz he does like an okay bugs impression and he was just like no no man, you're gonna have to wait for, for Mel to get back. I can't do that. So which is just crazy, you know. <laughs> like uh but yeah, the the so that that's pretty much his his known things, the right. Looney Tunes, the Warner Brothers kind of uh, staple. But uh uh he, he's a little lesser known for certain other things. Uh he did some work for Disney. Um, he, he was
2: in, he was Gideon in Pinocchio. In Pinocchio, he was yep. uncredited as the hiccup. Yeah, you know, <laughs>
0: exactly yeah he
2: was he was uh, Honest John's partner, who was the cat that tried to get <laughs> Pinocchio to
0: you know he, be bad. Was he, that
1: his name? I always thought he was just like cat, yeah, just was, cat, it was, it was Gideon. just cat. Yeah, yeah. He actually, had a Gideon. Name.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it is about his hiccups and his drunk voice. Like <laughs> yeah. it just like it's something about because he he has one of my favorite lines, and this of course is in Looney Tunes. Um and is the small elephant ep- episode? Yes, mm-hmm. with the small elephants going around, and there's this drunk coming out of a bar, and they cut this out like the like the later like For runs reasons. of yeah. of, uh, of Looney Tunes. They they, they cut this scene with this drunk coming out of a bar, and he's just stumbling out, and he just sees the and he just uh, sees a little elephant or whatever, and he's just like, huh, he always used to be pink, yeah, you know? <laughs> like the pink elephants. You know? It's an old joke, kids. Yes. Uh, pink elephants when you get uh, get drunk. I, I never knew that alcohol was a hallucinogenic. Honestly, but um, apparently, uh, back it was in the a day, different time. It was a different time. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, um, uh, But yeah. It, it was very interesting uh, that he worked worked for other things as well. He also uh, he originated the laugh for Woody Woodpecker.
1: Really? Even though he
0: didn't play Woody Woodpecker, he basically... (laughs) Like, he invented that whole thing, apparently. So uh, he's actually credited as it. And then uh, uh, Walter Lance uh, 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 basically asked, like, hey, can you do this character or whatever? And he did it. And I, I don't know if they were able to... Uh, sign him on or something something happened he was under exclusive contract for warner brothers i think yeah because it was a different studio yeah so it was uh universal universal mm-hmm. did woody woodpecker so he was under contract for warner brothers at the time so they just got somebody else to mimic that laugh right. and that's the guy who did uh who did uh, uh woody woodpecker and i can't remember his name now I-, I used to have it in my brain like forever ago but oh well can't uh, can't remember now uh, let's see, um, oh, he was Private Snafu, I didn't know that, uh, <laughs> like, for, um, the little animated shorts for, uh, World War II, mm-hmm. uh, Private Snafu, uh, which was the guy that would basically, like, uh, don't, you know, it's basically the military doing, like, a, a don't do this kind of a, kind of a situation for people, and, uh, he apparently played Private Snafu, um.
1: Which nice is miss that one?
0: Yeah, which is funny because of what Snafu stands for. which right. we can't say on this <laughs> <Can't> podcast. <say laughs> show. Uh, maybe later. Uh, like the F is the word that we can't say. Oh. So that's like, it's like the F. Uh, 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 situation normal. All all yeah. That's oh. that, yeah. So that's what it is. So um, rhymes with truck. <laughs> don't don't take that into into any words, kids. Don't. Uh, don't take that in there. Uh, but yeah, um, after that, he started to do a lot of work for Hanna-Barbera as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Hanna-Barbera was kind of an, uh, his next stomping ground after he got out of the whole, uh, uh, run, I guess, of, uh, of, uh, Warner Brothers. Um, or, I guess, or the, the, the exclusivity contract. Um, cause he's got a lot, uh, in, in there too. He was he in a lot of Warner, uh, Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Quite a bit of it. Um, Let's see. Uh, man. Oh, he was Tweaky in Buck Rogers, too. I was, yeah, I was going to bring that up. I forgot about that. that. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. He was Tweaky in, in Buck Rogers. Um, yeah, no, that makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally hear it. Yeah, know. I totally hear it now. I'm like, oh, my God, he was this, the little robot. I can't believe it. So, and
2: something else that was unrelated yeah. to um, uh, animation so much, but was uh, another popular sort of thing in the 60s was on the Munsters. He was actually the voice of the cuckoo clock.
0: Was he really? Yeah. Wow. And
2: like when the cuckoo clock would come oh, out, it right. would actually and, talk. and he would
0: like insult them. That's right. right. Yeah. And that I was, forgot that. That was his voice too. That's right. Yeah. That was Mel Blanc too. Oh man. And uh, someone mentioned it. this is probably the first time I actually heard Mel Blanc's voice, honestly, because mm-hmm. this is one of the first cartoons I ever watched as a kid. He was Heathcliff. Yeah. Uh, he was Heathcliff in the nineteen eighties cartoons. Eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Heathcliff, yeah. Heathcliff, Heathcliff. No one should. No one should. Uh, and that was that was that was Mel Blink and it makes perfect sense (laughs) because it's the same you, you can hear the inflections when you start to really narrow it down and you start to think about it like I'm actually pretty good at uh, like getting like who's some you know whose right. voice his is somebody.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm rather proud of being able to recognize Frank Welker whenever it's just Frank yeah. Welker because yeah. he's real good at changing his voice in a lot of different ways. I'm like, oh, it's Frank Welker. Yeah. Uh, Mel Blanc is always like, it always like surprises me, and I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense when I because it didn't think about really it. sound like because it doesn't, yeah. and I don't, I don't, re- I don't like find it. Like I know, like oh, I know that voice. Like it's like that's that whole yeah. thing. I know that voice, but I don't know who that is, and then I realize, oh wait that's Mel blank yeah. <laughs> and it just it just doesn't hit. And I guess because he doesn't really have a whole lot of voices where he's just kind of himself in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh like fr- like Frank Welker has that. He's got Fred. Fred is just Fred's him, yeah. just his voice basically. So in uh um uh Real Ghostbusters he mm-hmm. was uh, which Ray. one? Ray. He was Ray in Real Ghostbusters. That's just his voice. Yeah. So whenever I hear that voice I'm like, "Oh, that's Fred, that's Ray, that's that's Frank Welker." But whenever it's Mel Blanc, unless he's doing an inflection of something, like a sort of Bugs Bunny-esque type of voice, I'm like, oh, I don't know who that is. Or, right. like Or maybe he's doing like a bit Southern, and it's like, oh, that's Yosemite Sam.
2: And then some um, of them were, even though they were different voices, you could tell that yeah. their roots were similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even though Yosemite Sam was... was you know, the kind of the cowboy and everything. Yeah. If, if you look at like Mr. Spacely on the Jetsons, yes. they were very They're close.
0: Very close, yeah. They they kind of have the same tone <clears throat> right. to them. And it's like that angry kind of a thing, just minus the southern accent. Yeah, If you
2: take the southern out, then it's Mr. Spacely. Yeah, you know? exactly.
0: It's just Mr. Spacely uh, screaming at
1: Jetson. Oh, Spacely is just yeah. City Yosemite Sam. Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> he's just yeah, he's he just got his mustache. Yosemite yeah. or City he Slickers. To, <laughs> city
0: Slickers. <laughs> Sam. City slick say that five times fast anyway. Uh not really. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not it
2: <laughs> that wasn't an open invitation.
0: <laughs> uh maybe it was, I don't know. Uh b at home, uh see if you can say City Slicker Sam. It's hard to say city slicker uh fast uh Yeah, because no one said anyway. it since nineteen thirty five. It's true, I know. It's an it's an old term. Well, I remember it in the 80s because there was a movie called City Slickers with Billy Crystal. With Billy Crystal. I remember it being bad. I don't and Jack. Palaz. That's right. Jack Palaz was in that. He actually won there. the Oscar for that. Did he? Yes. For City Slickers? For City
2: Slickers. Wow. He won, he won Best Supporting Actor. That's
0: crazy. Because that was
2: the year at the, <laughs> at the Academy Awards that he like when he got the award, yeah. he like went down on the ground and did like the one arm
0: push up. Really? Yeah. That was that time. Yeah. That was for City Slickers. City Slickers. <laughs> I kid you not That's so funny What a man That's so funny I can't believe it Oh man uh, But yeah He was also Captain Caveman
1: uh, Which is like his normal voice It is
0: It's him just sort of like Kind of screaming, screaming. into a thing It's a little bit deeper It's onka bunga. bunga doing Bunga Cavey Wavy Cavy Wavy I Can I just say if there's any property I want Warner Brothers to like, or uh, Hanna-Barbera to bring back, I guess Warner Brothers now too, because yeah. they own all that all stuff. All the same. They own all that stuff. If there's one property I want them to bring back, it's Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels. angels. i never
1: understood why he traveled with the Teen Angels. Because <laughs> that's the thing.
0: Because, <laughs> because
2: at the time, Charlie's I, Angels was a huge it was TV show. Huge. So they were just capitalizing on that when putting them with teenagers. I, and why they put him with a, a, ever, a hairy caveman on the Yeah, right. I
1: was gonna say, did they ever actually like explain where Captain Caveman come, came from? Like, did the yeah. Teen Angels like find they, him in a cave? They yeah, did. They it's, did. It's and in he the was the frozen. And he was oh, yeah, frozen in a cave. They're just like
0: walking around with their, their flashlight, like, oh, there huh, he is. That's wacky. Yeah, isn't that wacky? He just found a... Had a <laughs> well, it was, it's funny because, like, th- they were capitalizing on everything. So they had Mel Blanc, and they're like, all right, get, we gotta we got have a fun... We gotta do this. Capitalizing the Scooby-Doo craze. Everybody's doing right. it. Rankin Bass is doing Fang Face. We got 30 different things. We with, got a, like, uh, Goober and the Clue Go- Club. and yeah, Goober like, and the Ghost Chasers. Goober and the Ghost Chasers, that's it. The Clue yeah. Club, like, all these... <laughs> the Clue like,
1: Club clan. Yeah, the Clue Club clan.
0: <laughs> All that was seized. That was a really <laughs> unfortunate name. That's a really unfortunate name. <laughs> it was the Clue Club. We added Clan. Don't, uh, man. This, what was that shark? Oh, bump? boy. this is, oh, Jabberjaw. Yeah. Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw was my favorite. Yeah. Jabber, was that was that Mel Blanc? Was Jabberjaw Mel Blanc? That was probably him, too.
2: Now that I think been. about it. I mean, I was, that was doing yeah. an early
0: impression. Right? Yeah. So that might have been Jabberjaw, too. so uh, Or and that might have be been Mel Blanc as well. But uh, it doesn't seem he was credited there. So, no. Yeah. It wasn't. Amazingly, it was not him. um but, uh, yeah, they were capitalized on that craze. So we need the teen group. Uh, with mysteries. The, yeah, yeah, with the mysteries. And then we need a sidekick. All right, we got Mel Blank. Have him do a caveman voice. Sure, why not? He'll <laughs> be a caveman with a magic club, and he beats people up. Awesome. But what, who does he team up with? All right, Charlie's Angels is hot, so we're going to bring that in. We're going to do Teen Angels. Gonna, they're gonna be Charlie's Angels are going to be teenagers. Gonna, boom, got it. Solid and it was great. It was I mean, awesome. it wasn't. It was terrible, <laughs> but it was great. It was great at the time. <laughs> like, like, we knew not and, better. <laughs> and pretty progressive, honestly. You had uh, yeah, yeah, you had a pretty progressive group of people there. Yeah, you I just
1: felt that like you know they just had Mel Brooks. Have Mel like, yeah, ha- Mel- no, I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. Mel blank, do yeah. like caveman impressions. And there's like, well, we got it, what are we gonna use it for? Right, yeah, exactly.
0: It's like they, they, they had that in the audition. It's like, all right, he can do this caveman voice, he's done all these different voices. Which one of the he's actually, they probably have like a tape of like all the stuff that he's done, yeah. It's like, it like, all right, he's got bugs, we can't do bugs, they everybody have a knows, flowchart, you know, yeah. It's like, what's he not done? He's got this caveman voice, I
1: got it, <laughs> caveman, next logical step, Charlie's <laughs> Angels. <laughs>
2: And then oh, later man. in the 80s yeah. when it was – they actually – when they uh, brought the Flintstone kids on Saturday mornings. That was a weird yeah, show. There was a show that they watched, which was Captain Caveman and Son.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's and right. he did the and, and Son. And Son. And that was that's all right. he ever said. That's all I ever said yeah. on it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, man, yeah. It's like I, 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 could talk, I, could, I could spend the rest of this podcast talking about Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels. Yes. It was like one of my favorite it was ones. so good. It was one of my favorite ones to watch, and I, maybe I just had a crush on the Teen Angels. That yeah. might have just been it. I was a growing lad. Oh, <laughs> I was a growing lad. But, you know, had a progressive group of people. They, you, you, had, uh, you had Dee Dee, who was black. You had, uh, you know, uh, who else was on there? Uh, the blonde was... Blom's uh, uh, Taffy. Taffy. You know? Taffy. She would always go, then. zow! Zowie, yeah. Yowie, Zowie. Yeah. That was her. Uh, that was her catchphrase. What, what was the brunette's name? Uh, uh, Brenda. Brenda, Brenda yeah. was Brenda was the brunette. Yeah. Was always, Horse, she it was the shaggy. that was always scared. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, but no, it's like, it's like I don't know. It's something about it. Just saying. Also, Dee was the leader. People right. Know, she was the smart one. She was the leader. Yeah, the yeah, the 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 woman of color as the leader in the '60s. You know, doing, yeah. a, doing a cartoon in the '70s. Come on, like that's that's progress. That was very progressive. And Mel Blanc was right there. He was right there being the. He was man. the black girl. He was... <laughs> he was the teenage black he girl. He was not. <laughs> Amazingly, but no, that was one he couldn't pull off. Amazingly, that was one he couldn't pull off. Uh, actually, you know what? If you probably asked him to do one... He probably He probably, could, probably yeah. had it in his repertoire. He had that He's one in that his wheelhouse. Good. He's that good, man. Um, uh, he was also Barney Rubble. Mm. Uh, I think both Barney Rubbles, yeah. as we said. Yeah, that um, was... Uh- that was yeah. probably his most famous yeah. Hanna-Barbera thing, I yeah. think, yeah. Because he had the first Barney Rubble. People don't realize this. People, people totally know Barney Rubble doing this voice. Yeah. Hey, Fred, what are you doing, Fred? That's more the Art Carney from The Honeymooners. Honeymooners. Um, and I guess it's an Art Carney, the first one? I think it? it
2: was. It was just more, yeah. like, it was more,
0: eh, it's more like this. You yeah, know? more like that. Yeah, it's, hey, Fred, how's it going? Hey, what's it? And that, that one, I really noticed Mel Blanc. Right. The, the second one, I didn't so much as notice it. Um, and you were talking about that, like, like
2: Rob Paulson was like one of the first people that you noticed as a voice actor. Yeah. For me, it was Mel Blanc. And I specifically remember I had, I had like a magazine when I was a kid, like maybe four or five. Sure. And it was around the time that the the Flintstones had kind of their their mid to late seventies revival. And uh, like when Pebbles and Bam Bam were, teenagers not when they were little kids and things right. like that and i remember there was a magazine that i had and it actually had the voice actors listed and it showed like a picture of them and like you know next to the character they played and everything and i remember that reading that and i was like mel blank and i read oh my god he does bugs and daffy and all these other looney tunes and i was like so that was the first time that i actually yeah associated a <laughs> voice actor with like someone like that kind of like you said
0: yeah yeah exactly yeah, and it's it's kind of an amazing. Like, it's, I'm just such a nerd for that sort of thing. Like, I don't know if anybody really notices when they notice like mm-hmm. that a voice is a thing. But uh, yeah, like like uh, like I said, like like the the, the Heathcliff thing was just mm-hmm. that was that was a big deal. Like that that I realized that not too uh, you know um, just now actually uh, that 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 was probably the first time I ever heard him because that was one of the first cartoons I ever watched. Mm-hmm. Um, that I remember watching unless <laughs> unless he was in oh man I, it's so hard to remember like where my love for cartoons started yeah. uh, I just remember watching Heathcliff a lot we had a Heathcliff VHS that I watched a bunch of times Right. but a lot of the stuff I watched was from Hanna-Barbera during the um uh I mean it was when it was reaired as World of Super Adventure mm-hmm. but it was all the 60s stuff like Herculoid Space Ghost right. all the Alex Toth uh stuff like that and so you know, there's there's no telling when I actually did first hear Mel Blanc, but I do remember his death, um, mm-hmm. yeah. which is kind of amazing. 1989. 89. Yeah. I wasn't that old, and I knew, like, that was like a big story at the time. The mm-hmm. voice of Bugs Bunny passes away. That was like a big deal to a lot of people.
2: I remember, um, uh, and I'd mentioned before that, you know, I used to work at the Warner Brothers studio stores. Yes. And they always had the... I, the lithographs,
0: dude. And- <laughs> I was going to talk about this. Go ahead. <laughs> and yes. I remember
2: the first time I saw this, I, it literally almost brought a tear to my eye. And yes. this was years later, mm-hmm. but they released it was like a '92. Yeah, they I released it. It a a, a print. It was like a lithograph print, yeah. and it had all of the Looney Tunes characters, and they were all you could tell, like they all had like mm-hmm. these really sad expressions, and yeah. they were standing in front of an empty microphone, heads bowed, heads yeah. bowed, you know, yeah. in reverence. And the title of the piece was called
0: "Speechless." Yeah. Yeah, it was and just and I was just a like, spotlight on an empty yeah. mic and, and was, I was just like, yeah. Oh my god, that's like heart-wrenching. And as a kid, I got that immediately. Right. I mean, I that was, was very it, it was a
2: powerful. It was piece.
0: like 92, 93 when yeah. this thing was out cuz that's when those things were huge. It was right when Batman the animated series first mm-hmm, came out. Right. That's why I remember it cuz all the Batman merch in mm-hmm. that store. But like, at the fr- like when I saw that, I immediately knew what that was about. Right, Like I didn't it did oh, that's cuz Mel Blanc died.
1: Like it's so weird, you know. I can't remember if it was, I can't remember, but I like. I know I've seen this drawing, of that like Disney sent to Warner Brothers after yeah. Mel Blanc died. Really, it was like Mickey consoling Bugs. Oh, wow! And it was wow. like he knows how he knows how it yeah. feels when Walt died. And wow! Like, it, that That's that crazy. broke my heart. That's crazy. Yeah, <clears throat> that was
2: probably actually like that. that was I never saw that. That was probably not too long after well, probably not too long after he died. Cause they did right. Roger rabbit Yeah, was in 88. Mm-hmm. And that was, I know one of not the last, but that was one of the last big things that he did before he died. Right. And he was able to bring back, you know, all the Looney Tunes characters in that, the bugs, the yeah. Porky at the end. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um So yeah, that would make, that would make sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. I, as it, it was, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Cause I was going to mention it too. And I, I I it's 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 what I really remember from it, because like it was just like that that one image kind of encapsulated, like Mm -hmm. everything that you needed to know about. Like, there's one guy that did all these voices Um, and it's a bit telling, you know, like, uh, uh, well, do you guys know what his last performance was? You might have looked it up since then. No, Uh, I I
1: didn't. uh, His
0: last performance, it was not I don't think it was his last recorded performance, but his last put, you know, uh, uh, performance was put out. Nineteen ninety, the, the Jetsons, Jetsons movie. movie. I was gonna, as yep. soon as you said that, I yep. knew that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> the Jetsons movie. Mr. Spacely. Yeah. He uh, for most of his lines, most of Mr. Spacely's lines is Mel Blanc. Uh, there's a few fill-ins uh, from uh, Jeff Bergman. Uh, did a few of or Bergman right. did a few uh, uh, finishing off lines. Did
1: he died that
0: um, year. Uh, he died in '89. Died in '89. So, so, so wow. it was the year they were recording it. Came so, out posthumously. Yeah. yeah. So it came out posthumously after he'd already passed on. And I remembered uh, them saying dedicated to Mel Blanc at the end of it. And I, I watched that VHS like a bunch of times. It's a goofy little movie. Um, I, it probably doesn't hold up to this day. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't watched it in forever. I'm the same way. Uh, I haven't seen it probably I, since then. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like, I, as a kid though, we I watched that VHS a lot. <laughs> um, Uh, But yeah, uh, so that was his last one. But here's the crazy thing about the Jetsons movie. That's not the only person uh, whose last performance it was. George O'Halloran. George O'Hanlon was also— George O'Hanlon, too, yeah. yeah. George O'Hanlon, that was his final performance as George Jetson. In fact, there is an apparent story uh, that is told by Andrea Romano uh, that he died shortly after recording his last— uh, lines for that movie. George oh, o. O. wow. Allen did, yeah. Like literally, like went to the hospital immediately after finishing his lines, like wow. his last wow. lines for it. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it was on, it was on a Rob Paulson's uh, Talking Tunes with Rob Paulson <clears> podcast, <throat> and Andrea Romano said like I, he like he almost collapsed in the studio, finished the lines, went to the hospital, and passed away.
1: Made a like, deal with like yeah. a demon. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> Let me it's finish like, this. One I gotta finish. Thing.
0: I gotta finish this one thing. I gotta get my legacy out. Then I'm, then I'm out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, the final, uh, the final uh, voice performance for Tiffany. No.
1: <laughs> and only you have one and
0: Tiffany. only. Fun fact: uh, Tiffany apparently has never stopped singing. I did really? Yes. She's apparently just been doing it in Vegas. Like say, for she a long had time. One album. Yeah, but she's been she's been singing and performing ever since then. Who's Tiffany? I that was waiting for that. <laughs> Knew it. Tiffany was a, a long
2: time ago uh, in a land uh, she, called the eighties <laughs> teen sensations could get careers by singing in malls.
0: Yes, and by having one name. Yes. <laughs> by having one name. So and
2: that's Tiffany about was the end of, of Tiffany. Yeah,
0: and Tiffany was one of them. Um in fact Andrea Romano was she didn't not that she had anything against Tiffany, but uh she was she protested the uh use of her voice rather than dang it, I forgot her name again. Uh the Girl who played Penelope Pitstop, Penelope Penelope Pitstop, and Judy Jetson. Oh, I forget she, her name yet uh, again. Uh, but she was you know like they got everybody else in to play their main to play their characters. Janet Waldo, yes, Janet yes. Waldo, yes. Uh, they got everybody else in to do it. Um. You know you why know, I said her name was Nancy? Because she played Nancy on Shazam. Yes. That's why I said exactly. her name was Nancy. And oh. it just hit my head. I just hit my head that she played Nancy on Shazam. I just thought... did uh, That's crazy. Did Shazam, pr- not Shazam. Shazam. Yes. Shazam. Oh, okay. Yeah, something I, else.
1: I thought I was thinking the Genie, of Shazam. Not the, oh, you're, you're thinking of Kazam. Shazam. No, I'm thinking oh, of Shazam. Th- oh, Shazam. Like Shazam the live from, oh, live yeah. action Shazam show. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, with ISIS. Horrible.
0: Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was great. Jackson Bostwick was... Very underrated as Shazam.
1: Get your you shut your mouth. Get your own opinions out of
0: oh, Someone someone uploaded this this is off topic. I don't care. Uh someone uploaded the uh, clips of the of the uh the Captain Marvel serial of like from like the, the filmation? Old, one? The film, yeah, oh, the old, old old serial yeah. from, like not the cartoon oh oh the like from the forties. Like from the forties, yeah, the old yeah, serial. Yeah. And Captain Marvel was like a sick lunatic murderer. Like he's like obviously not. <laughs> well he's he's like fighting like racketeers and villains, right. but he's just like murdering these dudes, like just like throwing them off bridges. Bridges and stuff. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, Captain Billy Batson's a monster. Doing? Somebody like, get your mans. It's like, Billy, what's wrong with you? He's, like, chucking dudes off of... He's being the Shazam
2: from <laughs> Kingdom Come. He man.
0: is. It's horrible. It's like, he's, like, there's no, like, snapping necks or anything. But he's, like, literally using his strength to chuck them off bridges. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> can't wait for that movie. It's going to yeah. be good. Then you get Will... They need to get Will from uh, Stranger Things to play Billy. That's what they yes. need to do. They need to do that. Well, they cast the
1: dude to play. Billy. Yeah. It, uh, oh, did they? Did yeah. They, they oh, ca- did they? They cast like all the Shazam family. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I know they casted uh, Zach Levi to play mm-hmm. Captain Marvel. Right. Which so I wasn't sure if they casted Billy yet. So. A shot of him like just in makeup with his oh, yeah. hair all slicked back, yeah. which yeah. came he out. Looks awesome. Oh, he was so good. good. Yeah. It's
0: pretty good. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. That sounds pretty good. I, I, I like the rumor, and this is again we're getting off topic. We'll Go back to Mel in a second. Uh, <laughs> but there's a rumor, and I would love this rumor to be true. It probably won't be because they just don't connect things properly in the DC uh, EU. Jeff Johns, uh, we're talking to you again. I know, right? It's like they got to get their Faggy. They got to get a Kevin Faggy over there to yes. like direct everything like into a normal space. Right. Um, but I do love the rumor that the that at the beginning of Justice League, the kid interviewing Superman. That that's Billy Badson. Oh. oh the, that'd like, be that would awesome. be so good. If
2: they did that, that, that would, would be amazing. So
0: good if that was Billy, like doing it for his radio show. Right. That that'd would be, be so awesome. good. Like, but they just won't. I know they won't, because it's too good. It would, it would be too good to connect it with Grant Gustin and like the Flash and stuff <laughs> like that. And they didn't do that. Yeah. It'd be too good to have uh, uh, Hal Jordan be the descendant of uh of um, Steve of Steve uh Trevor Trevor and have then you get to have frickin, Like, wouldn't that be amazing? That'd but they, be awesome. But My
2: they, mind just got blown but, from that. But
0: they won't do that. Right? It's just like they should. They should totally have Chris Pine play Hal Jordan, who's the grandson of Steve Trevor, <clears throat> and be the new Green Lantern. It'd be the best thing ever. That
1: would be so cool. I
0: know, I but they Chris won't. Pine to play Green Lantern, <laughs> it'd be great. He'd be great as Hal Jordan. He'd be awesome. Also, he basically played him as Trevor. Also,
1: <laughs> I'm so excited that Mark Strong is Doctor Savanna. Oh, I, really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know. This. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen the casting for it. Yeah. So. I've been wanting Dark Mark Strong to be in like a superhero movie <laughs> since he was in Sinestro. Sinestro. <laughs> it seems a bit sinister for Dark, for for, uh, for
0: uh, Savannah. I always <laughs> see Savannah as very cartoonish. I'm like, yeah, Dr. Thaddeus Savannah. I want to rule the world. And I don't know. He's... he's goofy. This is where the uh, little green worm thing. I get yeah, right. I guess <laughs> Mr. We'll, uh, Mind Mr. Mind, yeah. Mr. Mind, that's right. Uh anyway, back back <laughs> to uh you know what? Mel Blanc probably played somebody in that Funimation one, didn't he? No. Yeah, that, probably that, that filmation one, not Funimation. Filmation one. Yeah. He played Shazam. Yeah. He played, <laughs> yeah, he played Captain. He, he played Black Adam. Anybody yeah, if,
2: if yes. he could have gotten any, you know, anything from the that Lou Scheimer didn't voice, then yeah, right. that would probably be it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's
0: true. Or uh, um, Alan Oppenheimer. Al, yeah, Alan Oppenheimer. It's yeah. it literally Adam, Al, Alan Oppenheimer, and Lou Scheimer did like all the voices, and then the guy did Eman, and then the Genre one, yeah, and then the one woman they had. Uh, what was her name? Linda Gary. Linda Gary, yeah. who played Tila and Evelyn Shirat. And Evil in yeah. everybody. It's, it's like, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, um, very titular, uh, uh, titular voice actor let's say Uh, one one of the greatest of all time Mm -hmm. the greatest of all time I can't uh, like you might have my favorite like I have favorites I have guys that I or uh, you know I love Grey Delisle Grey Griffin she's great Uh, Tara Strong's awesome Rob Rob Paulson's amazing Mark Hamill's one of my favorites of all time Peter Um, Colin um, Nolan North Nolan North North, who's who's the most credited Video game voice actor there is. I need to do one on him just because he, no one does more than him. Jennifer I Hale. love Nolan North. Yeah, Nolan North's great. Um, Matt Mercer, he's great in video games, stuff like that. But it all comes back
2: Nobody to would. Guy. Nobody would be doing that if it weren't for Mel Blank.
0: It weren't for Mel Blanc. Grand-happy
1: uh, Mel Blank.
0: Right, and I'm sure, like, obviously, like, that sort of thing would have happened were Mel Blank not there. Yeah. But just that talent, that amount of talent to come in and do so many different voices and... Have each one of them come from a different route, a different story, a different place that inspired so many other people to do it that way. Right? T- Tom Kenny has a thousand voices. Rob Paulson has a thousand voices. But they all picked it up from somewhere, and that started with Mel Blanc. Whenever Mel, and they always talk about it. Whenever Mel Blanc did an interview, he always talked about where he got the voices from, how he worked the voices out, where he worked them from. He would be like, "What?" Like his very first thing they asked him, "Like, what would a drunk bull sound like?" And He's like, well, I think he sounds like a drunk, but then he'd be real deep, and he's got the horns and the thing in his and he just, it's it's like turning a dial as right. he's doing it in his head, and it's just kind
1: of amazing. It's so. just like it's it's amazing, yeah, because like most voice actors will work like one voice on a show, right? And like they have to come up with like their own right persona for that character, <laughs> yeah. But he had. every character on one cartoon. Yeah. And he he still managed to come up with their own unique personalities and their own voices. Yeah. I think that's just amazing. And that was
2: something else too Then I know there's, you know, certain people that do this on other shows. I know like, you know, Seth MacFarlane's done this on Family Guy, but how many cartoons with multiple characters where he would just go back and forth yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. have conversations in three mm-hmm. or four different voices yeah. at one time.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I mean especially yeah. some of the like the bigger like ensemble cartoons that might have had like yeah. Sylvester and Tweety or Bugs mm-hmm. and Daffy or mm-hmm. or you know some of the ones that had like multiple yeah. characters in them. Right. Um I mean and, it was you know, and, oh actually one I can think of right off the top of my head is and I know we talked about this the on the Looney Tunes one, was the Little Red Riding Hood episode yeah. with yes. Granny and Sylvester. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Because he did The Wolf, yep. he did Sylvester, and he did
1: Tweety. Yeah.
2: And it was just like, Tweety and each on one, one was, you know, it's its own thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that? Tweety but, wasn't on that one. Yeah, it was. Was he? Yeah. I think so. I yeah. haven't seen that in okay. a good fortnight. so... <laughs> <laughs> Tweety was probably there. Yeah, I believe she was. Yeah. Because the
0: wolf was trying to eat granny and Sylvester was trying to eat Tweety. Right. And that's it was a, a whole that's right. bunch of Eek, goofball-ness. The Big
1: Bad Wolf. The Big Bad Pudding Tat. Pretty yeah. tat. That's right. I had a gap uh, in my memory. Right. My bad.
0: It, it is amazing, especially when you like when you get down to like I remember I can't remember what episode it was, but I remember Daffy having to mimic Bugs' voice because he was pretending to be Bugs. Mm-hmm. So you he had to do Daffy mimicking doing bugs and it's just like how do you right how do you layer it like that and it sounds
2: but it, it still it, sounds like Daffy yeah it it's still not sounds, him doing bugs
0: right it yeah. still sounds like daffy going hey
1: what, what's up da? like it's like this weird amalgam yeah. of the two and it's like that makes sense you know what else is crazy how does it make sense i never heard like two voices i never heard two of his voices run together
0: right yeah exactly they, and, yeah they were all separate yeah. yeah they were all separate like like we said like there's similarities sure yeah. like you got but uh, you could always tell yeah like, Because he would always throw in an inflection or a a type of like accent with it. Like we said, Spacely and Yosemite Sam, pretty much the same tone, but Yosemite Sam's doing the... gone don, varmint and the other guy
2: jets uh!
0: and it's the same thing and just take other now, exactly yeah. and then uh, Captain Caveman's kind of the same way too except he's just I'm a chromagnon you know he's a man of few words right he's a man of few words yeah speed buggy you know well, that's completely different than anything I think but, oh uh, yeah he did nice. speed buggy yeah, yeah, I
1: speed forgot buggy. about <laughs> that <laughs> did he rumble do <Snail> zoom did he do anything zoom. on Goober and the Ghost Chaser probably <laughs> he was probably I mean, Goober honestly amazingly he was in
0: Jabberjaw
1: yes. that's shocking to me honestly you made me watch that show and it was the most painful 30 minutes of my life you we made him watch Goover and the Ghost Chasers oh man Oh boy!
0: Just, just be glad it. Wasn't
2: the Clue Club?
0: Yeah. What about Fang Face? do you, yeah, you know, know Fang Face? Fang no, Face? I don't. That's a Rankin Bass one. That, that was, was yeah. That's he was a, a werewolf. A, ooh, yeah. yeah, he was a little werewolf. A little that had were- a backwards oh. red hat on. Yeah, yeah, that's adorable. And they even had a Scrappy Doo season after that, where yes. like his little, where his little cousin would come in. And it was like a little. baby, was a little baby, his little Fang Baby
1: thing, and his. Oh and my he, god! He was a werewolf too. So <laughs> Scrappy like. Did you say Scrappy Doo? My favorite character. in yeah, the, the entire Scooby Doo universe. The best
0: character in Scooby Doo.
1: You're dead to me, Brandon. everyone. Needs it. <laughs> yeah, it's like second only to Flim Flam. Ter- oh God. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: everyone remembers Flim Flam, right? Not From Thirteen Vince, Ghosts. Vincent remember? Van Gool either. So. Oh man, Vincent Van Gool. Like, <laughs> there's a reason. There's a reason they brought Vincent Van Gool like, in Mystery yeah. Inc. But not Flim Flam. Yeah. <laughs> They were just no, trying to capitalize on thriller. They did bring at that back flim point. flam. I'm sorry, he was there correct. for like just one second. He was, and Fred was like, "We don't, we don't talk about him. We don't <laughs> talk about that guy." Yeah, I remember that now. Oh, Mystery Inc. we got to do that Mystery Ink episode. Yes, yes, I know we've talked gotta, about that. I gotta go so. back and watch that. Mis- watch it again and get all refreshed. I, yeah, I
2: definitely need to refresh on and that and just talk about how
0: crazy that thing gets. But uh, before we get any further off topic, yes. Uh, Mel Blanc. It is a tent. is It's a testament to what he is. The fact that I think there are now sixteen different people doing the characters that he does now. Right. Yeah. Like he used to do all of them. He used himself. to do every single one of them, and now there's like ten to sixteen people that all do them in in some capacity. Be it you know, uh, be it uh, you know, uh, Barney to Bugs to any of them. So right. Uh, I remember Billy West taking on a lot of it in. Um, uh, Space Jam. Yeah. I think Billy West took on a few of them, but he wasn't... Great film. But he now, didn't do all. Yeah, but it? he didn't do all of them. And now I think all, he only does Marvin the Martian. I think yeah. that's yeah. the only person he does now. And then Joe Alasky
2: did several but he's, uh, up yeah. until his... Yeah. You know, yeah. He and, yeah. recently and he recently passed, passed too. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. But, yeah, just the fact that one guy did all that is pretty crazy. Ha! Ah, but, yeah, that's Mel Blanc. That's 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 it for our topic, guys. But that's not it for the show! Because I got... But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. That's not all, folks. (laughs) 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 I see what you did there. Don't, Don't. Don't lap. Don't don't suck up to me. <laughs> don't, don't. I want to come back for more episodes. No, it's fine. That's no, nice, you will be back. It'll be fine. All right. Uh, but I got some trivia for you guys. Oh. Some some Looney Tunes trivia. I wanted to do this on the Looney Tunes episode, but we kind of <laughs> went way over. So it was a long one. It went it went uh it went pretty decent. It was about 120, I think, but it was little didn't need extra on top of it. This one might need a little extra pop for it, so here we go. Let's get some Get some Looney Tunes trivia, you guys. All right, so it says an A, B, C, and D multiple choice. Ooh. All right, guys, what was Elmer Fudd's original name? Was it A. Egghead, B. Baldy, C. Q Ball, D. Shorty? I think it was like Norbert. Egg- well, it's none. It's not it's that. not one of the. It's not <laughs> one of the choices. Um,
1: try again, sir. <laughs> it was definitely not Norbert. Cue ball. Uh,
0: Saying cue ball. Saying C. What do you say, Aaron? I I
2: want to say cue ball too. That just sounds like something would have been around that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I I said Baldy on this one. Uh, It's actually Egghead. Egghead. A. Egghead. I did not know that. Yeah. So I didn't know that one either. Yeah. So uh, okay, this next one uh, I actually know this one, but let's see if you guys were listening. Okay. Uh, In what cartoon did Daffy Duck first appear? Oh. A. Actually, I won't give the answer because I said it earlier in this <laughs> podcast. Said it. So I won't Aww. give the answer to this one. So what was the name of it? <laughs> it
2: was the one with Porky Pig. Yeah, and uh, it it's has a, a title that is. It was escaping. a. It was a hunt. Yeah,
1: he, he was hunting for Daffy. Um, what, you, what kind of a hunt is that? Duck hunt. Du- Who's duck hunt? Def- Porky's duck hunt.
0: There you go. Porky's duck hunt. Yes. Ding ding ding! Got it. There we go. Porky's duck hunt. Uh, it's like, it was it was on this thing, and I was just like, ah, screw it. I'll say it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what is the name of which, uh, What is the name of the opera in which Kill the Wabbit is originated? From, uh, the aria originated from. Is it uh, a the Magic Flute? B, uh, Ring of the Nib- N- Nibelung. 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 That's it. Uh, the marriage of Figaro or D. Ada.
1: Ada. Wrong. And-
0: B. I'm sorry it is, it is it is B It is, it is B It is, ring, is the one I couldn't pronounce Yeah, it's like, the uh, Ring of the Nibelung
2: Nibelung Nibelung, yeah, yeah so. by, R- by Richard Wagner <laughs> You
0: Ricard. nerd Ricard, I Ricard nerd. Wagner I didn't know that one That one. It
2: looks like Richard Wagner yeah, But, you I, know I went That was with, his American cousin
0: <laughs> I went with the, the, the 48% of the rest of the respondents And said the marriage of Figaro So yes. I was wrong That was
2: actually I basis did. for
0: um, uh, The Bunny of Seville Yeah, yeah There you go. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was, man, geez. They're so so cultured, these cartoons. (laughs) I tell you, it's like so cultured. All right, two more. Let's go with this, guys. All right. Uh, What is the name of Sylvester the Cat's son? Is it A, Jack, B, Cecil, C, Chuck, D, Sylvester Jr.? Cecil. It's too strange. (laughs) You just go with the strange one? Like I like that you're just like on it, like immediately. Like, I think it was like, Sylvester Jr. Uh, it was, in fact, Sylvester Jr. It was like so. old junior. You know, I was just call him Jr. Yeah, you know? I remember that from the, the, the Three eating. Bears episode where there was the little mouse. The little, yeah, it's right. Goldilocks. Yeah, I always Goldilocks. thought he just called that's him right. Brat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you spoiled brat. <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, come on. This is easy. Never mind. Uh... I'm not doing this one. This Wait, no, I might it's actually easy. get this one right. This, this one's too easy. It's too easy. I'm not doing it because we just did a Mel Blanc episode, so it's it's way too easy. I thought it would be more interesting because it was like, oh, which one of these did he not voice? I'm like, that would be interesting. Uh, the the choices are – which one did Mel Blanc not voice? The choices are Pepe Le Pew, Tasmanian Devil, Granny, and Marvin the Martian. <laughs> Gee, I wonder. I'm gonna say "Rough and Ready." Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Macintosh. Macintosh. Yeah, that's the so. second Macintosh ep- reference we made today. <laughs> all right, what was the name of the big, hor- big hairy orange monster?
1: Gossamer. Gossamer. Yeah, all
0: right, you already got that one.
1: I didn't even need him. There you go, guys. Not Goss- bad. Not Gossamer bad. is, if not my favorite, one of my favorite Looney Tunes of all time. He's pretty good. He's a pretty good
0: one. He's uh, he's got a good got a good design on him that one. But that's it, guys. Thank you so much for being on this episode. Thank you for having us. absolutely. It's been a blast. It's always good having the father-son combo on. It's always good. I've only got two of those, and you're one of them, so i should have all four of you on sometime that i love would be, that that. that would be honest like a... he's my bro i love Ke- kevlin him. So is cool. so awesome and i haven't had him on here uh i'm actually avoiding him because i've done this interview with him and i haven't edited it properly yet <laughs> and kevlin if you're listening to this i am sorry i just we have really good footage and i want it to look good and I'm trying my best to make it look as like professional as possible from a guy that doesn't professionally edit stuff. So it's hard, uh, but I am getting it out there, and I want to get it out, and uh, it, it should be a fun time. Yeah, so, my,
2: my, my Kevlin yeah. story is we were actually at an appearance in, in Costume, Oh yeah. As Batman and Robin and then yeah. my other son Josh was as Nightwing. Nice. And Kevlin was there doing, you know, doing illustrations, you know, what oh, he does best. Is that what that so he actually yeah. did a caricature of us. Yeah. And I went to one of his uh like demos he was doing at like Preston Arts Center and he nice. had it on display and I'm like nice. dude, that's me. <laughs> and he's like no way! And then we got to talking, and he was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that!" So, That's so funny. So yeah, and then
0: we, then we started, you know, really talking and everything. And yeah, he's That's he's a great cool. guy. He's a great dude, and I, I would love to have you all four of you on one time. We only have we don't have room for a fourth anymore, but there is a fourth microphone around here. So yeah, we, I'll, could, we could. I will request. We can. We should make the, this fu- happen. I will request yeah. for the fourth guest mic and have all four of you on. We'll just talk about cartoons. Alex Toth for like. Battle of the the Dads. Right? Yeah, I'm saying. (laughs) I'm saying. It'd be a good time. But uh, that's something to plug. Cool. Go check out Kevlin Goodner. He's on Facebook. He streams his art all the time. He's a great artist. He is an amazing artist. He is fantastic. I'm going to hire him to illustrate a book if I ever write one. Like I'm going to hire him to illustrate it. Like that's going to happen if I ever write a book, and uh, it'll be like every couple pages, I'll want something drawn, I'll have right. him do it because it's phenomenal. He's a great illustrator. Uh, but that's it, guys. For this episode of the Animation Destination Podcast. And check us out at destinationcomics.com/dnn. You can check us out on Facebook at Animation Destination. You can also check us out. Uh, on Twitter at AnimationPod. That's it for this episode. Next week might be Looney Tunes. You guys might be back. Tiny I don't tunes. know. Tiny Tunes. That's it. Might be Tiny Tunes. <laughs> Stay tuned.
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening. D N N.